1: Lucky Lefty Podcast. Happy Friday. Yeah. It's the end of the week. Super Bowl week. OC Search week. Everything is popping. LL Nation, the Anora boys are in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey. Anorawiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey.
2: We actually got it here. I got it. Hold on, now. (laughs) Anora. whiskey.com. Just to let y'all know, we still in still in business. We making it happen.
1: Now, which one is that? Because I know this, you crafted you crafted a rye right one recently. This is, which which right. one is that?
2: The Tavon Coney version.
1: That's what the T. Coney. I mean. Okay, that's the T. Coney. Look, T. Coney has to come on the podcast, bro. You got to. You now, got we can't you. constantly promote the, the whiskey. And we can't get right. one of the top five middle linebackers. Ever to
2: come
1: on the I podcast. like that. I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gotta get T Coney on the podcast. We actually had a request for Max Redfield the other day. That's right. Chat. We
2: can get Max on too. That's my guy. That cat Max is
1: Max is hilarious to kick it with, bro.
2: Man, listen, you talk about Max, the interesting man in the world.
1: Man. Trench coat <laughs> with an open shirt. Wait a minute. Because when we kicked it with him, he had just come back from playing overseas, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like playing in
2: Italy or somewhere? Yeah, playing playing like high school football in Italy, basically. Crushing it. Just crushing the competition, you know. Man, he wanna be, stop. He would be James Bond, the football player. <laughs> International business superstar, you know. I'm like, listen, if you want to do all that, you should have played soccer. <laughs>
1: apple podcast spotify also follow us on youtube lucky lefty podcast see a b nation in conjunction with irish breakdown all of our great content it's the lucky lefty podcast you
3: already know we spin it different
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed
1: hey left it's friday bro you know we do it for the culture i don't know if you saw this vibe magazine put out their top 10 Rappers of all time, dude. Oh,
2: man. Why is Eminem on the list? I think that's another misnomer. He's very good, but top 10?
1: Bro, look, man. Okay? <laughs> um, um. Look, it's two t- 2023. <laughs> I've raised a young lioness. Okay. But Nicki Minaj has no business in the top 10, though. She doesn't. But no, she's, no business in the top ten.
2: But head. but she is the best female rapper of all time. Are you talking about record sales? We talking about lyrics, bar for bar. Mm, nah, and and the biggest female rap influence in Rhapsody. If we're being
1: objective, she's not a better better lyricist than Rhapsody. She's just not. If we're being oh, objective.
2: Okay, okay, okay. If we're being if we're, objective. If we're being objective, okay, I agree with you on that. But but Rapsi doesn't get no the proper.
1: No, she doesn't judgment. get the push, the mainstream push. No, no, none of that, none of that. No. I would say Wayne is too low.
2: Wayne's got to be top five.
1: No, they got him a seven. That's too low for Wayne.
2: I'm saying in a real list.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will put what well, they got. Kendrick Lamar number two.
2: I, I like putting Nas at two.
1: Yeah, I got to drop Kendrick down, maybe out of the top five.
2: Kendrick's like he's in the top ten, but not top five.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Drake's up there though. Drake is at number eight. He, should be, his,
2: uh, he should be top five
1: too. Though. No, see, Drake and Kendrick like fringe top five for me. Really, it's, just, it's debatable whether or not. Like I wouldn't be mad if you put them in the top five, but I would put, probably put them around five, six, six, seven. Cause you start talking about names like Wayne, Biggie, Nas, Pac. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot for guys in this era yeah. to get through.
2: Well, that's Pac a lot. Is more of a rap influence than he is a straight rapper.
1: you don't think you don't think Pac had bars?
2: Well, he just doesn't have a big enough t- collection to be like, oh, he has the top 10 bars of all time because it wasn't enough. And I thought him as a rap influence is top two, if mm-hmm. not, which I think if we're just talking rappers, just straight on the mic, like mm-hmm. Wayne is undisputedly a top five rapper, just undisputedly. Oh, facts. facts. So Pac is not like Wayne in that respect. No. That's why I wouldn't put Pac in the top
3: five
1: with Wayne. Yeah. They just did So I see someone put it in the chat, but for me personally, Rakim would be in my top 10 just on the mere fact that he shifted the culture.
2: Yeah, that's respect. And
1: and, and the style of rhyme. Like Castle rhyming like Run DMC, and then Ra and (laughs) KRS-One came, and (laughs) and the culture shifted forever. Forever. So – like every rapper now really owes a gratitude a, a bit of gratitude to Rakim and KRS-One for kind of like taking a detour off the path that hip hop was on and saying no we're going to take it this direction that's right and from that point you know it's which is funny because a lot of this drill rhyme pattern is very similar to where things started with run DMC Grandmaster Flash is that chopped up you know so it's funny how cyclical hip hop has become in a way but yeah man for the culture Friday each and every uh Friday right here Lucky Lucky Podcast I just wanted to point that out left that their top ten is Jay Kendrick Nas Tupac Eminem Big Lil Wayne Drake Snoop Nicki Minaj I, they
2: still living in the '90s, 2000s. <laughs> you don't know all the rap that came out after that. Like they literally named the era of rap. They didn't name even the over the span of time.
1: Like for me, and I don't. M would be in my top ten. He, he, I've always said he's not top five for me. But that's interesting. What? Give me a top ten if I had asked someone to give me your top 10 Notre Dame players of all time? What would how it be ma-
2: based off of, though?
1: How many people will put players from, like, the last 10 years in their top 10?
0: Because we're talking use- about
1: being masters of the moment, I mean, like, prisoners of the moment. Like, remember last week, I had to literally talk to you about how cold it was, like, how electric it was to watch rocket every week right like i had to explain to you what it was like sitting in front of the tv with an expectation every week like yo this dude is going to break one it's just a matter of time like crazy, and and it's nothing you can do like it's nothing the defense can do right because he's on offense he's on kickoff return he's on punt return it's like there's nothing i just watched the 1990 Tennessee game for like the fifth time yesterday, dude. Tennessee was, dude. You know how you know on the kickoff, the kicker runs up to the ball. That kicker dude took one step well, to the ball, which yeah, just to make sure he short kicked it short. It was like he man, he just impacted the game, yeah. like like crazy. So it would be hard for me mm. to go beyond. I would probably put Horning, Paul Horning in there. Um, really? Yeah. If you really look at what Paul Horning did, yo, I would put Horning in my top five. I definitely would Tim Brown would be in my top five. Um, Rocket would probably be in my top five. That's three. I don't know if I can get anybody in the last 10 years in my top five. Maybe Manti? Maybe Manti can sneak into the top five? We're talking all the time. Jalen be
2: – oh, that's my personal opinion.
1: But, though, did Jalen really have a better career than Manti? Like, you know, we know he's the better
2: player. Wait a minute now.
1: We wait, know, minute. wait, we know he's the better player. Wait a minute. They both won
2: the buckets award.
1: Facts, I agree. With you. I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue they that. They
2: both won the buckets award.
1: I do. I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue that. You're missing my point, man. You're missing my point.
3: I'm
1: not here to argue that at all. I'm just saying, when you put together, when people put together these lists. To me, it's a clear sign that they're showing either their age or their bias, in my opinion. Mm. Like how they
2: say, uh, "Magic in their in their era was better than this era," that type of deal, or like could Rip Hamilton play in today's game? That type, Rasheed Wallace can play in today's game. Well, look.
1: Athletes are athletes, right? If I was born today, I would be born with a, a chip in my head to be able to use technology. Because these kids, oh, I'm sure your your sons can work phones right now, iPads.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's with
1: crazy. No, <laughs> without you teaching them one thing. But we didn't even have that. That's what I'm that. saying. It's crazy that. that children that are born into this time just come equipped to be able to deal know. with technology.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I was taking a class on how to do like MS DOS on a floppy disk back in the day, bro. Whoa, right?
2: That's that's like you speaking another language or something,
1: right? And our kids come here and just pick up
0: <laughs> and, you know how to and call all you, so
1: I mean, I, mean yeah. crazy. I think greatness is greatness, and greatness is very much adaptable in time so if you put rocket in today's game rocket would probably go crazy he would probably have been what percy harvin was in his time and he probably would do the same thing right now bro he would go crazy so brandon gilbert has his top 10 let's see brandon see see i can already tell how old brandon is bro because his range is like
2: Right in that, right in that oh, pocket. Yeah. Right it, in that started pocket.
1: Right around, it started right around Tim Brown, and it's ending right around Manti.
2: See, Q and Jalen oh, Smith. Or Q, Smith, shall I say.
1: say. Or Q, yeah. shall I say.
2: Q and Jalen Smith are automatic top 10 Notre Dame players. Automatic. And Eifert. Well, damn. And Michael Floyd. You can throw Michael Floyd in there, too.
1: Bro, you talking. I see. That's a lot of great players, bro. Like, yeah. I think you did this. Look. Let me Rock, tell you how
2: in there. Let me
1: tell Tim you how. Okay. See, see, Lilo's going back. He has Paul Horn, he has Angelo Bertelli, Alan Page, who's an NFL fame. Hall of Famer, yeah. Joe Montana, Brian Young, who's a Hall of Famer. Was Joe
2: Montana's Bro. career the same. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, was it the same in like, Notre Dame as it was? You know, I don't Robert know Smith. if he had
1: a I don't know. He had the moments, right? The Cotton Bowl against Houston, you know, the chicken soup at halftime. He's sick. He comes back, leads them back. Joe Montana had moments. Uh, Did he have better, you know, did he have better stats than Joe Theismann? You know, Bob Crable was a fantastic. Ross Brown was absolutely amazing. There's so many great players. It's so many great players, bro, and it's so it's hard to be objective. It's almost impossible to put together a consensus top ten list when it comes to Notre Dame.
2: It, it do, because because technically Ian got to be in the top ten. Ian, who
3: <laughs> man,
1: Lucky Ian, Lefty podcast.
2: <laughs> Ian Look. is the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history. That's top ten, automatic
1: that he's in your top 10? Because I'm telling you now, he's not in my top 10. He's in, he makes your top 10?
2: He has to be in the top 10 in general. Come on, man. Look. If you're the winningest quarterback look. Just in the history. Look, 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 <laughs> just look. Just look at the
1: responses.
2: Just, yeah, just, all I know just. is he's the winningest quarterback and, <laughs> and, responses. and he's in the Super Bowl. What do you call that? Just look at the responses. <laughs> just what's the what's the measuring stick you know what's the measuring stick man i don't know what the
1: measuring stick is but he is not <laughs> measuring up at all
2: it's like lebron <clears throat> you know lebron is an all-time leading scorer it's undisputed who the best player is you know what you know who else we have to
1: get on the show we got to get shell on the show I was watching, I think, what was that, the 18 or the 19 Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the 49ers, and I forgot Shell was in that Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm watching That's the game 40, and I'm like, yeah. oh, man, Shell was on the 49ers in that Super Bowl.
2: Man, Shell Shell has a great football career so far with the Browns, with the Colts. Went back home, played for the Colts. Got on the 49ers for a while, so, you know, he's definitely making it um, happen, man. I love – Watching him, you know, do it in all doubts. Because remember, he had gotten hurt right before his takeoff year. Right. Because remember his, his freshman year, he was like, he was crazy. He was like Aaron Donald. And he had got hurt. And to see him build it back up, man, it's crazy. It's good to see. Him and Jerry in that interior is dangerous.
1: Oh, well, I see. That was a dangerous combination, him and Jerry. And you have to realize Jerry was a tackle. He was an offensive tackle that switched over.
2: It was just big in space. See, that's a different type of intensity. A Jerry and Sheldon is different than an Edmond and a Chris Smith. You know, just a different type of, uh, you know, Jerry's a household name, man. Him and Sheldon are household names, so interesting.
1: Lucky Lefty Podcast, so that spawned that that thought to me, right? How can you be objective with a program as much history as Notre Dame? How can you objectively put together a top ten list? It, it, It really goes to your era, what you watched, and you really have to be able to do your homework and dig to be able to give the players of the past or that predated you the respect due in order to put them on the list, I, I, I thought it was very, very important. Shout out to, uh, shout out to the Jets having the rookie of the year offensively and defensively last night at NFL Honors.
2: That's that GM.
1: Yeah, shout out, shout out to them, and shout out to uh, we can't win playoff games, but shout out to Dak for winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award.
2: Uh, Dak Prescott won it. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, shout, shout out to him. And shout out to Justin Fields who was on uh who was on press row yesterday. Very impressive young man. Very impressive. For you guys, go watch his interview with uh Rich Eisen. And you know I, how I despise the media asking the same question like 2 3 times trying mm-hmm. to goat people into saying something. Rich Eisen kept asking him like multiple ways have the Bears talk to you about, you know, how they're going to bring other quarterbacks in, you know, so they can make it seem like they're going to take the quarterback to get people to trade up. And he said no the first time. And he came right back around the corner and asked in another way. Justin Fields was like, we, we don't talk about that. Free agency is first. I think that's what they're focused on. And I was so proud of the dude. I'm like, man, you know what? You're well-trained. You're well-trained, they, young they
2: Jedi. They're not treating him like they're treating Jalen Hurts. Well, I think they want in the same in terms of a career trajectory. One just got a better team right now. But they yeah. damn near want the same on a talent level.
1: Well, it's interesting. It's interesting. We're about the – uh Tyler Evans, perfect segue. Thank you for the super chat. What do you think of the Hall of Fame class this year? Look, man, left, you go ahead. You, you, you go ahead and fire off.
2: Are we business. reading at the – now, was, I, was it the potentials that I was looking at or was it the ones that actually got in this year? Because I'm – hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I was looking at the eligible list. Well, who okay. got in this year? Okay, I was looking at different list. I was like, I know this man, Andrew Luck, didn't get in that mug. Man, Sterling Sharp didn't make it.
1: Now, see, that right there is ridiculous.
2: That's crazy.
1: The fact that Sterling Sharp is still not in the Hall of Fame.
2: But Shannon met it.
1: Dude, Rondé Barb is not a Hall of Famer to me. That's just me personally.
2: He's a, he's a Hall of Famer on attrition. He yeah, he played.
1: was never the best defensive back in the – he just he, – you know, he was all right. Don Coriel for what he brought to the passing game in the NFL, absolutely. Chuck Howley, I've heard great things about him. Joe Klecko was a dude for the Jets, bro. He was nice? Yeah, Joe Klecko was nice. He was nice. That was when they had him and Mark Gastineau. They man, that defense was crazy. Terrell Revis is definitely a first.
2: Obviously, Demarcus Ware. Obviously, Joe Thomas. Obviously,
1: Ken Riley. I don't know too much about Joe Thomas. Definitely, Zach Thomas. Definitely. And I thought that was the same person. Yeah, and Demarcus (laughs) Ware. I'm not mad. I'm not mad with that nine man class. The only person I really don't know a lot about would be Ken Riley, Mm cornerback for the Cincinnati Bengals from '69 to '83. He has some longevity, so I'm sure his stats are pretty amazing. Um, I'm reading right here. Courtesy of ESPN with Ken Riley. They said this is why he was selected. A senior's committee finalist, Riley, who recently died in 2020. Among players who played cornerback for their entire career, only Dick knight Train Lane finished with more career interceptions. A former quarterback at Florida a and HBCU, Riley played with a full understanding of offenses, and his skills allowed him to make life difficult for the league's best receivers. Okay, all right, so he was a ball hawk.
3: Mm.
1: All right, much respect to Cam Riley and the uh, other eight. So, Except Big Barber, just he's he's just he's not it for me, man.
2: Yeah, he was never the the best at any point, but he was always around.
1: So- yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess so. I guess so. Lucky Lefty Podcast for the Culture Friday.
3: We're going to get to the
1: OC search, Heather Dennich. It's so funny, man, because Heather Denich, she'll post stuff. <laughs> I'm like, man, that news has been on message boards for like two, three days at Notre Dame. But, you know, she has Mickey Mouse behind her. So once she tweets something out, you know, it has legs, I guess. You know, we talked about this yesterday, and I asked you about what your thoughts on Colin Klein, offensive coordinator at Kansas State. And, you know, we'll get into that in a few moments, along with some other stuff. Nathan Hill, thank you for the super chat. Yeah. Um, You know what? I'm not a firm... D. Hess. D Hess, was not a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion, not a first ballot. Is I mean, he a
2: Hall of, of his career?
1: Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Is he a first ballot? No.
2: What I gives mean. you? What gives you uh first ballot?
1: First ballot is uh, Deion Sanders. First ballot is like a dude that you know. As soon as they retire, like oh. Patrick Mahomes is first ballot. Already. Tom Brady is first ballot.
2: Wait, Patrick Mahomes a first ballot already?
1: We're not about to do this, left, left. We're not. We're not about to do this. We're not about to do this. If Patrick oh, wow. Mahomes, if Patrick Mahomes walked off the field on Sunday and said, "I'm done." he still will be looked upon as one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game. Stop, man. What are y'all talking about? We, I have watched a week full of other NFL players just say the same thing I said. Why are we playing games? The people that play against this dude, the people that play against him week in and week out, have said this for the full week leading up to the Super Bowl. And now y'all want to act funny because I said it right here on the pod. It's
2: only been three years. Dude,
1: wait a minute. Is Wait a minute. Did they not just argue argue for Andrew Luck? Did they not just argue for Andrew Luck? But see, that's that's a different set of standards. No, 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 no. no, Answer the question. Did they just not argue for Andrew Luck? There is no way you can compare (laughs) Andrew Luck to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. At all. At all. At all. So let's stop, man. Let's stop. You don't have to disagree with me. You're disagreeing with NFL players that have said it all week. Man, once they put the Andrew Luck thing First up. First of all, internet. he has he has two MVPs. He just picked up another one last night. Correct yourself. Correct yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's kicking butt. Yeah, Stop.
1: Everybody. Come on, man. That dude has, come on. Stop, man. Stop. People, people <laughs> have to stop. You know what I've realized? You know why people are bad? Because people people have a natural inclination to hate. You no, know? no, <laughs> let, let, let me, let me, no, and you know why? I'm going to use your boy. I'm going to use your boy. I mean, I'm going to use your boy, right? So we transition from Mike, and we transition into the Colby era. Okay, right? Do you remember when they were like when you know Colby was? Asking LeBron at the All Star game, why didn't you shoot, shoot the ball, be nah, yeah, more yeah. aggressive, all of that, dude? LeBron James was the best player in basketball at that point, bro.
2: At that time, yeah. Now he
1: wasn't winning. Kobe was still winning championships, but LeBron was. You knew LeBron was coming. You yeah. knew he was coming. If LeBron had retired at that point, LeBron was a Hall of Famer, dude.
2: He's a Hall. Look at him.
1: Just Wait, watch that him was, play.
2: Twenty fifteen.
1: Dude, that might have been bronze, maybe like fifth or sixth year in the league. Oh yeah. After five years, you knew LeBron James was a Hall of Famer. What are we talking about? What are we talking? So we're gonna you gonna sit here and tell me that you've watched Patrick Mahomes play for the last five years and you don't know he's a Hall of Famer?
2: What are we well, doing? Because because you know anything can happen over a long span of time, bro. Like, you know, bro, like Peyton Manning, friend, like James Harrison.
1: Did you wait? Wait. Did you know? After watching Peyton Manning for the first five years, that this do okay.
2: Well, they gave him a green light. Peyton Manning had the most interceptions as a rookie, meaning Absolutely. that he was, out there, he was out there doing everything he ended up doing in the future. And but what I happened? What, what happened
1: him? the next three years after that first year?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean he got it. got it out of system.
1: <laughs> wait Wait, wait, wait! Did he not turn around a terrible well, organization? I'm just saying, man. Look. He did. You ain't too. Stop. Stop. People have a problem with change. Let's keep it a buck. People have a problem with change. See, let's push back on Mahomes because people know Brady is done. See, that's the problem. They don't like the fact that Brady's not the dude anymore and it's a new dude coming. They don't like that new dude. It was the same thing with Brown when he was coming. They knew Braun was
2: coming. So you look they- at... Deion, the same as Pat Mahomes, as a undisputed, just close your eyes, put him in there,
1: dude. Deion Sanders was on the Atlanta Falcons, and you knew that dude was a Hall of Famer, bro. What are we talking? Wait a minute. No, I know Deion. I'm just saying, Deion and Pat, go take Walter Payton's first five years on a horrible Bears team, go watch him and tell me he wasn't a Hall of Famer. At the five seasons, you knew Walter Payton was a Hall of Famer. What are we talking about right here, man? What are we doing? What are we
2: what doing? Are we doing?
1: <laughs> no, we figured we got to critique and examine and all. Dude, you know a, a sure sh- – look, Let me, bro, let me ask you a question. Now, see, this is what things – I'll give you a perfect example. MVP Derrick Rose, when you saw that, tell me you didn't walk away after that season like, okay he's going to be a Hall of Famer.
2: Yeah, he definitely was on the trajectory of it. And the only thing that stopped him was what? Injury. Okay. Now, if Pat gets hurt, he already nicked up now. Bro,
1: Pat Pat is stacked five
2: years.
1: (laughs) D. Rose had two years of that level of greatness. Two.
2: Two years, yeah, and it faded quick. It can happen at any point. Do you realize – Patrick
1: Mahomes has never played a road playoff game, done. <laughs> yeah,
2: he only been, he's only been doing it for three years. Five? Why do you keep saying three? He didn't play the first two. What are you talking about? He's been in the league six years.
1: What's the... Hold on. He's been the five consecutive AFC championship game.
2: Oh, okay. I'm thinking. And he's never played a road playoff game. Oh, that's pretty impressive. You don't even know what that feels like, bro. But you got to think, too, he's on one of the greatest organize, organized teams right now. He got Andy Reid, everything he wanted with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I mean, you're not getting that too many other places.
1: Man, Tyler Evans, thank you for the super chat. Look back at the 89 draft class, the top five picks. I agree with you. I do. look, I'll, I'll say this. You'll love this. The resume, the resume needs to be built. Because I think you need four or five years of a resume is good enough, in my opinion. That's why I say Sterling Sharp is easily a Hall of Famer. If you watch Sterling Sharp play football, you know he's a Hall of Fame. Like, stop. Stop. He was the best wide receiver in the league for three consecutive years. Stop. And that was with Jerry Rice in the league. There was a serious debate for at least two seasons. Who was better, Sterling Sharp or Jerry Rice? I'm talking about a legitimate debate. But this dude's not a Hall of Famer. Left. You can. you looking at Trevor Lawrence right now. You don't see Hall of Famer? Uh,
2: I don't see No, it no, yet. no.
1: He has to stack the resume.
2: Yeah, his resume. But don't, like, don't
1: yeah. tell me, don't tell me that comeback playoff win wasn't. Wasn't the beginning of something?
2: Don't no, it me. definitely was the be- I it's mean, the
1: beginning of something. I'm a very man.
2: harsh critique on the Hall of Fame, so and that's was, cool.
1: That's cool. But don't I tell love me. What
2: Trevor's doing. But it's all, it literally was for one season because the season before that he was garbage.
1: But in my opinion, the only thing that's going to stop Trevor Lawrence is injury.
2: Yeah, and, and team. He's
1: too talented. He's too talented.
2: He's too talented. If bro. he can keep the right coach, he's he'll be all right. But you know, like Andrew Luck, first great couple seasons, and then he gets hurt, and that's it. He quits.
1: But he hey, you know home. what, Debra Thomas think? Hey, you go look at Ricky Waters' stats in the NFL. Mm. Ricky Waters has a serious debate, bro. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying it's. Is debatable this is what you know maybe we need to get some of the older people off the committee <laughs> maybe we do but I'm just telling you man you have somebody that was legitimately playing football at a better at a higher level than the goat who was Jerry Rice to most who yeah. by the way We always thought Kareem's record would never be broken. I just don't see Jerry Rice's touchdown record being broken, bro. Really? Do you understand how long you have to play? How how many did you have?
2: Something crazy, huh?
1: It's like 200. I don't get that. Okay, dude. He has receiving yards 22,895, 14 1,000-yard receiving seasons, 208 total touchdowns, and a combined net yards of 23,546. 208 touchdowns. So you would have to go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) These numbers are crazy. 208
1: touchdowns. (laughs) Two hundred eight total touchdowns, bro.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Ain't nobody breaking that. That's just bro.
1: Twenty three thousand yards.
2: That just can't happen today because of how how things are. How things are, are ran, you know. It's just it's too many good players. Too many. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why it wouldn't happen.
1: Let's see. We already saw sack record broken this year for Notre Dame, right?
2: 25, it can be broken. Okay. <laughs>
1: the record for the most rushing attempts in a single game, that would never be broken at Notre Dame.
2: The Nothing. most rushing attempts in a, in a single, single
1: game. game. It's it's forty by Allen Pinkett and Phil Carter. Forty.
2: One person had forty carries in the game.
1: Yes, sir. I don't think that will ever happen.
2: I don't know how that happens.
1: All right, forty Mon- K, like
2: forty times they turn around and hand him the ball.
1: Yes, yes. Career tackles five hundred and twenty one. Bob Crable. I don't think that gets broken.
2: They played four years or five years?
1: Four. Five hundred and twenty-one tackles in four years. That's an average of 130.
2: You tackle. Like,
1: shit. Yeah, you talk from the jump. You you coming in, <laughs> putting it down.
2: <laughs> you tackle shit. I see.
1: Cause the an long, impressive
2: oppressive year is like 80 tackles. At or this like point, 100. yeah. If you got a yeah. killing it if you got a hundred.
1: Yeah. Now, this is this is crazy. The longest kick return without scoring a touchdown. Mm. This goes back to 1911. We're talking Notre Dame crazy records that may not be broken. Alfred Bergman returned a ball 105 yards only to get tackled at the four-yard line. Damn. It was a kick That's return. Hmm, yeah. Rocket has five career kickoff returns for touchdowns. That's a record at Notre Dame. I don't I don't think I don't think that gets broken.
2: In a season? No, just total. Career. Five career. You can get five off. Yeah, I guess someone could break that. But somebody's got to be—he play- played it since the jump. Nobody's could. Nobody, we haven't had a the same gear returner on punter kick return in a long time.
1: Ooh, this is an interesting record. Lucky Lucky Podcast talking Notre Dame records. Most punts in a single season. Joey Hillbowl in two thousand two had seventy eight punts. Left up that's about seven bucks a game. Yo. <laughs> Man, Yo. that offense. Let's see. Yeah. 18 tackles for loss in the season is the record set by Alan Page.
2: 18 TFLs, it's not bad.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. The number is twenty-eight, and it's Ross Brown, twenty-eight tackles for loss in a season, mm. and he holds the record for tackles for loss in a career at seventy-seven. Okay, two sixty-two left. You think that will ever be eclipsed? The most rushing yards in a single game, Julius Jones,
2: two sixty-two. That's not. That's that's we could do that. Do you think somebody can catch it? Somebody in that room can do it. Maybe Jadaria Price.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, this is a question. Can Tyler Buckner break Brandon's single-game rushing record? What is it? 207. Brandon ran the ball like that? Against Boston College, baby, in 2017.
2: (laughs) He can't stay... Healthy enough to get that, so
1: (laughs) oh man. Most touchdowns rushing in a game. Art Smith seven touchdowns against Loyola back in nineteen eleven.
2: Most touchdowns in a game?
1: Yeah. Now this is a record. How many? Seven. Seven rushing touchdowns in a game. I don't think this record would ever be broken. George Gipp, nine—he averaged nine point three two yards per attempt.
2: What year was that? <laughs> yeah, what year was that for real? Nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. impossible. Like you couldn't yeah. even like—not even Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush had eight. Yeah. And that was Reggie Bush. Of course, it had to be 1920. They probably,
1: <sighs> man. I didn't know EG held a record at Notre Dame, bro.
2: Probably for some like throwing the ball long or something. No.
1: Everett Golson holds the record at Notre Dame for the most consecutive completions.
2: Oh, it's against Syracuse.
1: At 25. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was there. He said, yep, I was there. I was there. I remember that game. Do you think anybody? They was giving us everything, though. It was like the first play we had, like, a touchdown. So it was like, come on. (laughs) Syracuse was not playing that night.
1: You stand on the sideline like, come on, dude.
2: I mean, they were just like, I knew we were good, but that was just, no, man. We wasn't doing all that.
1: So, does anybody catch Brady Quinn, 11,762 career passing yards?
2: No, because at a day like that, if you're getting close to that, you're probably going to the league in three.
1: You're going to the league in three,
2: so which you means you would have
1: to average 4,000 yards every season. Yeah. Yeah, Brady might be safe.
2: Because nobody's going to want to stay that long if they doing that.
1: No. Yeah. Oh, Michael Floyd, 271 career receptions. No, no, I don't think anybody catches him.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was with Tommy.
1: Uh, Just over his career. Mm. And Golden Tate holds the record for most receiving yards in a season. Michael Floyd holds the record for most receiving yards in a career. Really? 1400, 1496 in a season is the record. Golden tape, Michael That's Floyd beat that 3686 for Michael Floyd.
2: 3686.
1: Hmm. Mm, let's see. Last two 95 career touchdown passes. Brady Quinn. Can anybody break that?
2: Career, 92? 95. 95. That's if you start as a freshman, that's 25 a year? No, bro,
1: that's over. That's like 30, 31, 32, pretty much. You round up 32. If it's three seasons? If it's three seasons, yeah.
2: See, it's just a different game because if you're doing that in two seasons, you leave it. You know, you're not sticking around after that. I think Notre Dame's too, like, we aren't recruiting now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're recruiting. Back when we were recruiting then, is not like how we're recruiting now. Yeah. So the ample amount of players we have now, it's like, I just just don't think it would be premiered enough for one individual to do, like, a crazy record unless they just got lucky or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We just got too many ballers. The last record,
1: 39 consecutive wins. Would Notre Dame ever break that record and have 39 consecutive wins as a football program? That's a tough record, bro.
2: Consecutive,
1: yeah, I think a little host
2: group in a row.
1: A three P, that's pretty much what it would be. No, you want some Georgia stuff? That's basically like no, you're basically on some Georgia stuff right now. That would be crazy.
2: Technically, Georgia's only 15 and 0, they got a whole nother 19 games, right? Or something, facts.
1: Yeah. Lucky Lefty Podcast.
3: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.